This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the May 16th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. It has been a few days, so I wanted to make sure I did a podcast this morning. To some extent, I am violating one of my own rules. I am commenting on the Durham report on the Russian collusion investigations that just came out, but I have not read it. I can't get through 300 pages this morning, but also do not feel it can wait. So, take my comments on the Durham report with a grain of salt. And, consider this. While I bet Turley and Andrew McCarthy read it, most of the talking heads on cable TV have not. They likely were fed snippets. The difference between the cable news talking heads and myself is I told you I've not read it. Quick hitters. I guess our leaders are still talking about raising the debt. Two questions. Who will blink and who will get the blame if no one blinks? Maybe a third question. Why does everyone say if we don't raise the debt limit, we won't pay the interest on our debt? We still have a lot of tax revenue. Maybe don't pay government workers. Are they really value add? I should probably say a lot about the border crisis, but I find it hard to muster the energy. Nothing is new except the end of Title 42. We have a number of people, some good, a few bad, who want to better their lives by coming to the United States. Good for them. I would. And we have a feckless government led by people with little interest in protecting our borders. It may be a sign of age, but I am starting to feel like I should just buy popcorn, watch the shit show, and be prepared to say I told you so. Moving on. I can't figure out what is going on in Ukraine, and I think the problem is me. Are the Russians doing well in Bakhmut, or are the Ukrainians driving them back? Today, it seems like the Ukrainians have launched a counteroffensive around the city and are succeeding. Other days, it does not. Is it true that the Wagner Group head told Ukrainians of Russian troop locations in exchange for his troops not being attacked? Russia is using missiles to attack the Ukrainian capital. Stories say Putin may want to stop the war and just claim victory. Sounds like a George Costanza move from Seinfeld. I wondered if the problem was me because why on earth should I expect a war to play out like a football game on TV with instant scores, replay, and constant analysis that is up to date? Some in the Canadian province of Alberta want to succeed, secede due to the arbitrary and controlling nature of the current Canadian government. In the past, they seem to prefer becoming a U.S. state. Well, the last few years of U.S. policies have changed that. Now, independence is the preferred option. What Alberta really wants is more of a federalist style enshrined in the Canadian Constitution, where some powers are given to the federal government and others reserved for the states or for the people. You know, the kind of thing we used to have before our betters told us the Constitution was a living, breathing document and they could do what the hell they wanted. The Durham report is out on the investigation of the Russian collusion investigation. Let's start with comments by MSNBC's Nicole Wallace. Quote, Durham's whole thing is predicated on it's like a rabbit hole conspiracy that suggests that the Trump bar paranoia infected his ability to stand back and evaluate whether the probe yielded guilty convictions of people who would have had nothing to do with any of these questions he looked at. 
It's a view from so far down the rabbit hole that what needs some oversight is what Mr. Durham did for four years that repelled his longtime prosecutorial partner, Nora Dennehy, and other high-level DOG prosecutors, DOJ prosecutors, end quote. Did you find that insightful? Do you think she read the report? Do you think she might have an agenda? The lead headline on the MSNBC News site is, quote, John Durham wasted everybody's time, end quote. I think MSNBC may be right. We live in a world where facts do not matter, particularly if they interfere with our narrative. That was certainly true when Trump charged the 2020 election was stolen, which was wrong, though he had a much better case that it was rigged. The Durham report told us what we already knew, at least I think it did, that the Clinton campaign fabricated a story and fed it to a corrupt FBI that weaponized it. I think it was good that Durham memorialized the facts, but doubt it will affect the minds of our betters. But some might reasonably say Durham wasted our time. I link to a CNN article by Zachary Cohen titled Takeaways from Special Counsel John Durham's Report on FBI's Russian Trump Probe that is a bit more promising. The article says the special counsel differentiates between a preliminary review and a full investigation. The hurdle to start a preliminary investigation is so low that nothing was improper in starting it. We have all likely watched a John Clancy movie where three seemingly harmless flacks are linked together to make Jack Ryan wonder if there may be a link. We do want those followed up. While Jack Ryan is almost always on to something, I'm fine if only one out of ten pans out. But a full investigation requires more, and no Russian collusion investigation met the standard. The author quotes the report, quote, Indeed, based on the evidence gathered in the multiple exhaustive and costly federal investigations of these matters, including the instant investigation, neither U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community appears to have possessed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation, end quote. The author says that, quote, Durham knocked the FBI for failing to take several steps before launching the Trump campaign investigations, such as interviewing relevant witnesses, reviewing its own intelligence databases, or using any of the standard analytical tools typically employed by the FBI in evaluating raw intelligence. Durham found that different standards were used when looking at whether or not to investigate the Clinton campaign. Looser standards. Durham faulted the use of the uncorroborated Steele dossier to obtain FISA warrants. As always, I went to Jonathan Turley and Andrew McCarthy to see what they had to say. While Andrew McCarthy is not written on this yet, he did opine on Fox News and said the following, quote, The scandalous thing here is that we now know in the history of this that it will be written is that the intelligence and law enforcement apparatus of the government was put in the service of the politics of one party in connection not only with an election, but when that failed, it was sustained for another two years in order to hamstring a sitting United States president. He was the president that needed to govern the United States. They did this for partisan reasons, end quote. McCarthy has concerns that abusing the tools the FBI was given might result in the tools being taken away 
and that will hurt the country in the fight against terrorists. Lawyer Jonathan Turley says he has several columns being prepared on this subject, but characterizes the Durham report as, quote, a scathing indictment of the Clinton campaign, the FBI, and the media for one of the most su- successful political hit jobs in history, end quote. He goes on to say, quote, the report shreds the FBI and Justice Department for abandoning standards and ignoring the lack of evidence to launch and prolong the investigation. The report notes that the treatment of the unsubstantiated allegations in the Steele dossier funded by the Clinton campaign was markedly different from the government's level of interest in the Clinton campaign when it faced such allegations, end quote. The Federalist has a piece titled, Let's Compare Compare Media's Lies About the Durham Report with What the Report Actually Said. It is by Eddie Scarry. I did a quick skim, and to a large extent, I think Mr. Scarry missed the thread. I think the media's claims that he cites were mostly that there was not a lot new in the report, and then the author kept quoting the report for how awful the FBI acted to say the media claims weren't true. Yeah, both can be true at once. After the Inspector General reports, numerous revelations, and of course my incisive coverage of this subject, there should not be much new to folks. The FBI's behavior was awful. We knew that, and we know that. Well, some of us do. Most of the gobbledygook media seems to have denied and ignored the mad behavior, and now we'll do some of the same while saying, there is nothing new and let's move on. What was the FBI's response to the Durham report? Quote, the conduct in 2016 and 2017 that special counsel Durham examined was the reason that the current FBI leadership already implement dozens of corrective actions, which have now been in place for some time. Had those reforms been in place in 2016, the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented. This report reinforces the importance of ensuring the FBI continues to do its work with the rigor, objectivity, and professionalism the American people deserve and rightly expect, end quote. Note, the FBI did not disagree with the Durham report. They said we fixed things. In my mind, they admitted they screwed the pooch. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.